Today's daf is Bavakama Dav Zayin, and we are 18 lines from the top of Davova Medez, the two dots, Lishalem Tashlume Nezek, the Meitava Oretz. Today's daf is being learned as a schos, Vrachenu Bene Yisrael, Hanesunim, Batsaru Uva Shivya. Today's daf is also being learned for Ilu Nishmas, Roiza, Bas Reb Moshe. So, today's daf and tomorrow's and the daf after that is going to discuss the second sugya in Mesachtis Babakama, what's known as the sugya of Meitav. So the Mishnah said, Arba Ovois Nazikin, Hashor Vahabar, Vahamava, Vahahever. The Torah mentioned four categories of Nazikin, stating that once the Torah mentioned those four, we're Marba others. Hatzad hashava shebahen. What's the common denominator of the arba avos nazikin? Shedarkon lahazik uchmirasan alecha ukeshehizik chad hamazik v'shalim tashlume nezik v'meitava aretz. Any time somebody owns something, shmirasai is on that thing. If it damages, the owner is responsible for those damages. What does responsible mean? He has to pay. Not only does he have to pay, but he has to pay meitav ha'aretz. He has to pay from the best of his property. Now, the makar to the halacha of meitav is a pasuk in the Torah. It says, "Ki yaver ish sade oikerem v'shilach es beiroy ubier b'steyacher meitav sadeu meitav karma yeshalim." And we know from learning the first sugya mesachtas bavakamo that that pasuk is describing two of the avos nazikin. It's describing. Regal and it's describing shame. The shilach as beiroy is regal, ubir b'steyachar is shame. And the Torah says that for regal and shame you have to pay, but not only do you have to pay meitav sodeu umeitav karma yeshali. We saw in the Gemara on Daf Heyom at Aleph that although the Torah only mentioned the halacha of meitav as it relates to regal v'shem, really it applies to all of the arba avisazikin, and not only does it apply to all of the arba avisazikin, but applies to Rab Oishi. Is 13 of his nazikin. It applies to Rabchiyas, Chavdalit, of his nazikin. Every single time a mazik pays, the halach is he has to pay meitav sodeu and he has to pay meitav karma. Now, what exactly meitav means is the topic of the next three dafim. But as it relates to an introduction, a very, very simple definition of what meitav means, Chazal viewed a person's property as being divided into three classes. The best property that a person owns is referred to as his meitav. The worst property that a person owns is referred to as his ziburis. And everything in between meitav and ziburis is what's known as beninus. So Ruvain's meitav and Shimon's meitav may not be the same thing. Ruvain's best property is Ruvain's meitav and Shimon's best property is going to be Shimon's meitav. So there is a concept of Class A property, which in a vacuum, objectively, everybody would agree is meitav. But when we're discussing the halacha of a mazik paying meitav, it's more of a personal description, and that is you have to look at the individual's property and you have to decide what is his meitav, and it's that that he's going to pay. So again, we take the person's property and we divide it into three classes there's the meitav. There's the Ziburis, there are the two extremes, and then everything in between is going to be considered Beninus. The Mishnah in the beginning of Perak 
which is to what we're learning right now. It's the fifth parak of Mesachus Gittin, discusses different people that have responsibility to pay money. Which class of property are they responsible to pay from? The Mishnah says, so Nezakin, as in Arba Ovis Nezikin, Yud Gimel Ovis Nezikin, the Choftalit Ovis Nezikin, they have to pay Idis. Idis and Meitav are synonymous with each other. They mean the same thing. So there's a halacha of Meitav, thus, Hanezakin, Shamblehem, the Idis. Ubalchoy, the Beninus. Balchoy, somebody borrows money from his friend, and now he owes him money. When it comes time to pay, the Malva does not have a right to be Tevea Idis. Rather, if the loiva wants, the balchayv can give him beininess. And finally, ksubas isha, a woman who's entitled to ksuba, the Allah is, her husband or the yarshim, they don't have to give idis, they don't have to give beininess. If they want, but it's not something they have to do. If they prefer, they have a right to give zibura. So all three of these classes have a prominent place in halacha. When you're dealing with the sugis of nezakin, which is what we're dealing with right now, shaman lahem idis, you have to pay metav. When you're dealing... With sugis of Malva Voloiva, you have a Balchoiv. The Balchoiv is Beninus. And when you learn Mesachtis Ksubas and you're dealing with Ksubas Isha, so there the halach is Ksubas Isha is going to be busy Buddhist. Now, our sugi is going to focus primarily on Nezakin, thus we're going to focus primarily on Meitav. But as we'll see in the coming Dafin, Meinyan Leinyan, very much Ba'isa Inyan, the Gemara is going to talk a little bit about a Balchoiv who's Goiva Bebeninus, and Ksubas Isha, that's Goiva Bezibur. So again, what's the Makar that Nezakin are Be'idis? It's based on a Pasik in the Torah, in Parshas Mishpatim. It's with regards to the Ovis Nezikin of Regal and Shein. It says in the Torah, Ubiyer b'steyachar, v'shilach es b'iroi, Ubiyer b'steyachar, metav sodeyu, umetav karmi yashalam. Now one thing to keep in mind, which we're going to see a little bit about in the end of the daf, is the Torah, when it describes metav, is talking specifically about karka. Metav sodeyu, umetav karmi yashalam. What if the person wants to pay metalphalin? Is there a concept of metav as it relates to metalphalin? So for now, we're going to hold that thought and we're going to begin the Gemara. We learned in Hebrew, so it says, Meitav Sadeo, Meitav Karma Yishalem. What does this mean? Meitav Sadeo Shal Nizik, Umeitav Karma Yishal Nizik, Divi Rabbi Yishmol. Rabbi Yishmol says that when the Mazik has to pay Meitav, what it means, he has to pay the Meitav of the Nizik, of the person whose field he damaged. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva was Chaylik. He said, Quote, this Pasik is only coming to teach us that a mazik has to pay from Idis. And if that's true with regards to two pedestrians, it's certainly going to be true as it relates to Hektish. So we have a machloikis between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva with regards to the halacha of Meitav. If you look carefully, Rabbi Shmuel's sheet is. Pretty straightforward. Rabbi Akiva, it's very unclear what he's trying to say. Rabbi Shmuel said, the din metav means, metav sodeo shal nizik, u metav karme shal nizik. Rabbi Akiva very ambiguously responded and said, which is what we 
understood. That's what meitav means. And then he throws in the kalvachaymelehaktish. So the Gemara now in this next amid or so is going to flesh out what exactly the machloik is between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva is. And first, the Gemara asks Akasha on the initial understanding of Rabbi Yishmael. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yishmael said, you pay meitav sadeo shal nizik, u meitav karma shal nizik. Says the Gemara, does that mean that achal shmeina mishalem shmeina and achal kusha mishalem shmeina? That if a person's animal is going to eat his friend's meitav, the halach is, you're going to have to replace that. But also if a person's animal is going to eat his friend's kusha, his inferior schayra, his iburis, you're still going to have to pay meitav? Is, does that make sense? In other words, the Gemara thinks that what Rabbi Shmuel means when he says, is that regardless of what the Hezek was, you always have to replace the person's best thing. So if the person has Tfua that's worth $100 and he has Tfua that's worth $50, regardless of whether the Hezek was done to the Tfua that's worth $100 or to the Tfua that was worth $50, you're going to have to pay $100. That's what it means the Gemara thinks, Meitav Sadeo Shal Nizik, U Meitav Shal Nizik, that you always have to replace the best Schoyer of the Nizik, regardless of whether you were Nazik, the best Schoyer of the Nizik. Says the Gemara, that makes no sense. Meaning, Achal Shmeina Machal. Meshalim Shmeina, I understand. But Achal Kusha Meshalim Shmeina, how could that even be? Amar Avidi Barabin, Avidi Barabin said, Hachal Mayaskinon, you want to know what the. Halacha of Rabbi Yishmael was discussing. It's talking about where a person's animal ate an aruga ben aruga. It's meaning it ate some part of the tfua of his friend. However, we don't know. There's a suffolk. Did he eat from the shvachah stuff or did he eat from the better stuff? It's over there, the mashal mishmena. That's when Rabbi Yishmael said that the halacha is metav sadeo shal nizik or metav karmel shal nizik. When you have a suffolk of what exactly the hezek was, then you're going to have to pay the best. Meaning, if you know for sure that he was achal shmena, you mashalim shmena. If you know for sure he was achal kusha, you mashalim kusha. When you have a suffolk, whether the damage was on the Shmeinah, the damage was on the Krusha, it's over there that we say that Misafik, you have to pay the Shmeinah. In other words, the Gemara's initial understanding of Rabbi Shmuel stands. And that is, when Rabbi Shmuel said Metav Sadeo Shal Nizik, what he meant was that even if the Hezek wasn't necessarily on the best Shaira, still you're going to have to replace the best Shaira. However, it's only true when there's a Suffolk. If you know for sure it wasn't the best, you know for sure it's the Krusha, then you're going to be Mishal and Krusha. It's when you have a Suffolk, whether it was the Shemena or the Krusha, there we say you're going to have to pay the Meita. But Omar Rava, Rava said, I don't understand that either. If the Halacha is, now you know for sure that the Hezek was on for the Krusha. What would you have to pay? You would have to pay Krusha, like the Gemara said. It doesn't make sense that if the damage was on Krusha, you should have to pay Shemena. So how could it be that if you have a Suffolk, whether it was Nishmeno or the Krusha, you're going to pay the Shmeno? Meaning, if you have a Suffolk now, whether the damage was on the Shmeno or the damage was on the Krusha, you're going to tell me you pay the Shmeno? No way. What should the Allah be? Hamoitzi mechaveroi olavaraya. You're the one right now that's paying, so we have to prove what you damaged in order to be able to take money from you. So it can't be that's Rabbi Shmuel meant. So again, the Gemara is trying to work through in real time what Rabbi Shmuel means when he said, Meitav Sadeo, Meitav Karma Yishali, meaning Meitav Sadeo Shal Nizik, or Meitav Karma Shal Nizik. The Gemara initially thinks, the Gemara is going to fall off of this big time, but the Gemara initially thinks that what it means is that if somebody causes damage to somebody else, regardless of what he damaged, 
you pay based on what would the damage have been had the damage been to the best thing that he has. So if he has a whole bunch of patches of tefillah, some are better, some are worth, worse, some are worth more money, some are worth less money, regardless of whether the hezek took place to the one that's worth more or less, you're always going to replace the one that's worth more. Ki'ilu, there was $50 of damage, but you're going to have to write a $100 check. That's the way this works. That's the assoyed of mate of that you always pay ke'ilu, you would have damaged the best. The Gemara says, in one word, it makes no sense. What's the Havana in that? Meaning there are times that you pay more than what you damage. What we know as knosis, but this is regular tashlume nezek. Why would you do something like that? The formula, the methodology is mechusr seichel. So the Gemara says that's hard to understand. And even if you're going to tell me that what it means is when there's a suffix, meaning when you're not sure whether the damage took place to the shmeino or the krusha, that's when we say you're going to pay the shmeino. But the Gemara says, I don't understand that either because that contradicts the principles of all sfeikis when it comes to mammon. The rule always is, if you have a suffix, if he has to replace the shmeino, if you have a suffix, he has to replace the krusha, there's no question what you should have to replace is the Khusha Elamar Vachabayakov, Sir Vachabayakov said, no, you have to say that Hachabayaskino, we mean something else. Meaning, let's speak it out, Balpat first. Avada Rabbi Shmuel never meant to say that if you cause $50 worth of damage, you're going to somehow have to pay $100. Not even Misafik did he ever mean to say that you're going to have to pay $100. You cause $50 worth of damage, you're going to have to replace $50. You cause $100 worth of damage, you're going to have to pay $100. The Shiloh over here of Meitav. Shall nizik, or as we'll see, Rabbi Akiva, who holds metav shall mazik, is what is the currency that you're going to use to make this payment that you're obligated to pay? Meaning, the subtotal amount of what you're going to pay is going to be zelumazeh to the dollar of the amount of damage that you cause. The question is, are you paying in American dollars? You're paying in shekels? You're paying in euro? You're paying. With very good property, class A, you're playing class B, you're paying with class C, you're paying with metalpolin. What is the currency that you're using in order to pay? And the answer to that is metav sode or metav karmai. What you're going to pay is you're going to pay the currency which represents the best property. The question is, is it my best or your best? Is it the best of the maziks or is it the best of the nizik? Meaning, does the mazik have to look at his portfolio of karka, go to his field, see which patch of corn is the best and that's what he's going to have to pay? Or does he go to the nizik and he takes a look at what's the nizik's best and based on what's the nizik's best, he's now going to go to his own property, pull out currency that represents, that is the equivalent of what's the best of the Nizik and use that to make his payment. But at the end of the day, the dollar amount of what he is going to be paying is going to be not the metav or the bainanis of the ziburis. The dollar amount is going to be kafim hashahizik. It's going to be dollar to dollar of what it is he pay. Rabbi Yishmol's chiddush, when Rabbi Yishmol says, what he's saying is that when we determine metav, you don't determine it based on the mazik's metav. But rather the way you determine metav is based on what's the Nizik's metaf. Now, the Nizik owns his metaf, so the Mazik takes a look at the Nizik. He says, okay, that's your best. No problem. Let me go to my storehouse. Let me take out something that 
is the same as what's your meitav, and that's what you're going to have to pay. And the way the Gemara is going to explain now, Shitas Rabbi Akiva, is Rabbi Akiva is going to be chaylik, and Rabbi Akiva is going to say that it's not the meitav of the nizik, but rather it's the meitav of the masik. So says the Gemara, of Achab Yaakov said, let me tell you where exactly Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva were arguing. What the case is. The case is where the Nizik's idias was the equivalent to the Mazik's Ziburis. And this is the Machlik. Rabbi Shmuel, so Rabbi Shmuel holds with the Nizik Shaminon. That Metav, so they are Metav Karmoy, means who's Metav? It means the Nizik's Metav. So if it means the Nizik's Metav, so when you pay now, you pay from your own Ziburis. I am paying Ziburis. I thought this had been Metav. But when we chesh ben meitav, when we come up with the determination whether this is meitav or not, we base it on what the meitav of the nizik is. So if it just so happens that the mazik siburis is merely the meitav of the nizik, so he's going to get off pretty easy. He's going to only have to give his siburis. Rabbi Akiva Savar, whereas Rabbi Akiva holds with the mazik shaminah. No, it's always the meitav of the mazik. So if the siburis of the mazik equals the meitav of the nizik, you're not getting off so cheap. But rather, you're going to have to give your makeup. And again, when I say you're not getting off so cheap, it's not cheap because you're going to end up paying dollar for dollar the damage that you cause. But the point is you're going to have to give away your class A schayra, the stuff that's maybe more the things that you would rather have. The point is that we don't look at metav based on what's the nizik's metav, but we look at metav based on what's the mazik's metav. So what is the machloikis between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva after further review, the machloikis is every single mazik, whether it's the Arba'avis Nazikin, or whether it's the Yud Gimel Nazikin, or whether it's the Chavdal Nazikin, when they pay, if they're paying from Karka, for now, they're going to have to pay from the best Karka. Meitav Sadeu or Meitav Karma Yishali. The question is, who's best? Is it the mazik's best, or is it the nizik's best? What would be if the nizik's best is only the ziburis of the mazik? So, do we say that it's metab of the nizik, thus the mazik can give from his ziburis, or do we say, no, the mazik always has to give his best, and even if his best is way better than the nizik's best, because his ziburis was the equivalent of the nizik's best, who cares? At the end of the day, the Torah said metab. This is the machloikis between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. According to Rabbi Shmuel, you pay the metab of the nizik, according to Rabbi Akiva, you pay the metab of the mazik, and just to say it again, this machloikis is merely what currency you're going to use when it comes to making this payment. At at the end of the day, if you think about it, if you pay metav, you're probably going to end up giving less karka or less tfua than you're going to be giving if you're giving ziburis, right? You would think a little bit of metav is the equivalent to a lot of bit of ziburis. And achanami, at the end of the day, the sum net total of what you're going to pay is the same. You're paying what you damage. The question is, are you... Using this currency, that currency, the Torah was Megala Metav. There was clearly a little bit of room for Torah in terms of understanding what the Torah meant when it said Metav. Hence, Machlokes Tanon, Machlokes Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Akiva. According to Rabbi Shmuel, it's Metav of the Nizik. According to Rabbi Akiva, it's Metav of the Mazik. Now, just to speak out a little Torah before we start the next Gemara, the Gemara is going to work under the assumption that if you were being Mavasedra right now, you were learning. If you were learning Pshutai Shamikra, there's no question that when it says in the Torah, Meitav Sodeu, Umeitav Karmai, it means the Meitav of the Mazak. That's what it sounds like. The Torah is talking to the damager. Kiyaver Ish Sodeu Oikerem, Veshilach Has Beiroi, Ubir Besteyachar. 
Meitav Sadeo, Meitav Kami Yishalem, be the best of your Schaira. Just from the signal of reading the Pasik, if you're the Balkaira with the Nigin, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like really it should be the Meitav of the Masik. And if that's the case, it's Al Rabbi Yishmo, Lahavi Araya. How he could be moitzi mikromide pshutoi and say that really it's metav of the nisik says the gemara maitaimo the rabbi yishmael which is the gemara's way of saying rabbi yishmael alecha lahavi araya you need to explain yourself because I'm reading the pasuk and it sounds to me that it's metav sodeyu of the masik says rabbi yishmael I hear what you're saying but at the same time I have exayr shava from this pasuk. Never saw the lamat, never saw the lamat. It says saw the twice in this pasuk. It says ubier acher, referring to shame, and then it says meitav sadeh or meitav karmi yishal. Now, when it says ubier acher, who saw this? That that's easy. It's the nizik sada. The mazik's animal went into the nizik sada and it ate. Okay, so if the sada of stay acher is the nizik, then meitav sadeu. That soda is also going to be the nizik. Ma soda amalomailo, just like the first soda mentioned in the pasuk is the nizik. Af soda amalomata the nizik. So too the second soda that's mentioned in the pasuk also is referring to the nizik. Rabbi Akiva, what does Rabbi Akiva say? I hear the gzeir shava, but at the end of the day, I'm not willing to be moitzi the pasuk midei pshutai meitav sadeo meitav karmi yishalom deich to come yishalom. The pshutai shomikra is that it's the mazik, and that's as a result of that he didn't want to hear from this gzeir shava. Says the gemara of Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel, you're not masking Rabbi Akiva. I hear you have Xeris Shava, but you're going to be moitzi mikrimi de pshutai because of Xeris Shava, which in and of itself is an interesting talking point for another day. But either way, says the Gemara, it's very nice you have Xeris Shava, but how could you alter the Pashim Shat? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Shmuel is going to tell you, Ahani Xeris Shava, Ahani Krog. I'm not completely machin avek the pshutai shal mikra. Meaning, I think the Xeris Shava and the pshutai shal mikra can live side by side. I think it's Efshalakayim Shnein. I think you can have Xeris Shava, which tells me, Meitav and at the same time also have this passing. How so? is going to work meaning you're always going to pay so that what was the case? If the Ziburis of the Mazik is equal to the Metav of the Nizik, the Mazik's going to end up giving his Ziburis because the Metav it has to be the Metav of the Nizik a Hanikra where's in a Gaya the Pasik, meaning when will the Mazik yes pay from his own Metav? Here's the example. The Islay, the Mazik, Idis Ziburis. The case is where the Mazik has Idis and Ziburis. The Idis Lenizik, just to keep it simple, the case will be where the Nizik has one field and his field is Idis. The Ziburis, the Mazik, and the Mazik Ziburis is worth less than the Nizik's Idis. However, the Mazik's idis is worth more than the Nizik's idis. In other words, the case is where the Mazik has schayra that's worth more than the Nizik's and he has schayra that's worth less than the Nizik's. So Rabbi Shmuel holds the Nizik Shaiminan. So if the world was perfect and everything always worked out very neatly, so where would it be Nagaya? It would be Nagaya where the Mazik has Idias Bainan Ziburis, and the Nizik has Idias Bainan Ziburis, and the Gemara's case with the Ziburis of the Mazik is equal to the Idias of the Nizik. So the question is, do I give my Idias, Metav of the Mazik, or do I give your Idias, which for me is only going to be my Ziburis? So, Rabbi Yishmael, you give your Ziburis because it's the Idias of the Nizik, Metav Sodeyu, 
of the nizik. But what would be if the mazik doesn't have something that works out punklach? He doesn't have something that's exactly identical to the metav of the nizik. He has tzchayru that's better, he has tzchayru that's worse. So what's he supposed to do? Just to say this a little bit better. When it's metav the mazik, it's always easy. The mazik always has his metav. He always has his bainanus, he always has his iburus, whatever it is, he's always going to have it. But when you're paying the metav of the nizik, labdafka, you're going to have it. So now you have to get close. You have to round the numbers off. So the question is, when I have better and I have worse, do I pay less or do I pay more? Zok rabbi shmol, you know what the answer is? You pay more. Then you have to pay your idiots. And that's where it's a hanikra. It's a hanikra in this case that the mishalom may be metav the day. The mazik has to pay his own. his own. You can't tell the nizik, take my ziburis, that I'm going to give you less. Kilo, all of a raya type of thing. No, 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 no. over he's going to end up taking from the meitav. So the Gemara is saying that even though Rabbi Shmuel holds that it's meitav the nizik, however, that's only if the mazik has something that equals the meitav of the nizik, he can be yoitzu with that even if it's not his own meitav. If, however, he only has better or worse chayre, then he's going to have to give his own meitav. And that's where it's negeya, hanikra, that the masik is going to end up having to pay his own meitav. So, what's the machloikis, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Akiva? The machloikis is very simple. It says in the Torah, meitav sadeo, meitav karmi yishalim. It says regarding the mazik of Shein Veregel. We know it's true for all the others Nazikin. Is it the nizik's meitav, or is it the mazik's meitav? According to Rabbi Shmuel, it's the nizik's meitav. According to Rabbi Akiva, it's the mazik's meitav. Where is it going to Chapa, very, very clear in Afkemina, the Gemara's dugma was, where the mazik ziburis is equal to the niziks in this. According to Rabbi Shmuel, the mazik can be yoitza by giving his ziburis. According to Rabbi Akiva, he's going to have to give his this. Now, when we saw the b'raisa initially, so Rabbi Shmuel, shita was very, very clear. Rabbi Akiva's was not so clear. Right? Just to revisit the b'raisa for a second. Tanu Rabbanu, metav sadeo, metav kam yishalim, metav sadeo shal nizik, metav kam yishal nizik, divi Rabbi Shmuel. Very straightforward. Rabbi Akiva, I mean, Rabbi Akiva said, which the Gemara now is understanding means that it's not metav sadeo metav karmel shal nizik, but rather it's metav sadeo metav karmel shal mazik, even though we didn't say that. But the way the Gemara explained it up until this point, first part of the daf, that's what it means. And then he added to that and he said, Madach, if we're not dealing with hektish, it's just Ruven and Shimon, the halacha is metav. And metav shal mazik, the way the Gemara understands Shita's Rabbi Akiva, then certainly when it comes to hektish, that halach is going to be the same. So the Gemara now is going to focus on trying to understand what Rabbi Akiva meant in the second half of his halacha. Rabbi Akiva, I'm like, very good, which we now know means metav shal mazik, the kavachayim ala hektish, and certainly this is going to be true for hektish. What do those words mean? Is it talking about the hektish? The case is where someone had a shar, and his shar, the shar of hektish. So the law is you have to pay. What do you pay? You're a mazik, so you pay metav. And that's what we keep saying. That not only when you're not dealing with hektish do you pay metav and metav the mazik, but kavachayim ala hektish, certainly. One of the yud gomimidah shatayin adreshes bam. In this case, you're going to pay metav the mazik. But the Gemara says, are you going to pay at all? You're not going to. Because the halacha is, it says in the Torah, shorei eyu amrachman, novelei shor shal hektish. The passage says, v'chiyigoyv shor ish as shorei eyu. And rei eyu throughout shas means 
someone that's similar to you, meaning he's a regular person as opposed to hektish. So being that it says Reyeyu in the parsha of the Nezikin, Lechura, based on that, the halacha should be that if it was Nogach Tura Didon, Latura the Hektish, not only should you not pay Metav, you shouldn't have to pay at all. Because Shareyeyo Amirachmano, Veloy Shar Shalektish. Incidentally, the bottom place on the Yom, it says that this drasha of Shar. Re'eyu, it says by which one of the Avais Nazikin, it says it by Karen. It doesn't say it by Shane Veregel, for example. It doesn't say it by many of the other Avais Nazikin. So if that's the case, Reitoisus, maybe Rabbi Akiva is not talking about Karen, he's talking about Avais Nazikin, where it doesn't say Re'eyu. But either way, so Frey the Gemara, what did Rabbi Akiva mean when he meant Kavachamila Hektish? Does he mean that if somebody shars Toysus the Shar of Hektish, he has to pay Meta? Not only does he have to pay Meta, but he doesn't have to pay anything. Because maybe the case is, Rabbi Akiva meant not a case of Nizakin, because by Nizakin, Re'eyu Amrachmana, but the case is with somebody. Made a pledge. He said, I'm going to give a mana to Bedekabai, Stakdish. The Asi Gizbar, Vishakal Miyidis. And what we're saying is that the Gizbar, when he comes to collect, he has a right to collect from Bidis. Kavachaymil Hektish, not in the case of Nazakin, Kavachaymil Hektish, if somebody was Machayib himself to give money to Hektish. But the Gemara says, how could that be? You can't make a Kavachaymer from Nazakin to a pledge and a balchayv of hektish. Why? Because a person that would ever owe not hektish money, but somebody else money, the halach is he would have to pay, like the Mishnah says in the beginning of Parakana Zalkin, min habeninus. So if that's the case, it's like a dayu love him and adin, liyaz kenadin. How could you say that if by nezakin the head yet you pay idiyas, kalvachaymer, balchayv the hektish is gonna pay beninus. If balchayv the head yet gufa, I'm sorry, that Balchayv the Hektish is going to pay Idias. If Balchayv the Hedid Gufa pays Beninus, so then why should it be that uh, Balchayv the Hektish should have to pay Idias? Says the Gemara. You'll tell me, Rabbi Akiva called Balchayv Nami Beidis. Maybe Rabbi Akiva holds that every Balchayv pays Idias, meaning it's true the Mishnah in Hanazakin doesn't say that. It says Balchayv always pays Beninus, but who said Rabbi Akiva agrees with that? So maybe Rabbi Akiva holds that Nazakin pay Idias, like it says in the Torah Metav, and maybe he holds Balchayv also pays Idias, and Kalvachayim Lehektish is not on the Hektish is not on the Nezokin side because there really is no Nezokin as it relates to Hektish. But if a Balchayv, the Hedid, pays Idis, a Kalvachaymer, a Balchayv, the Hektish, someone pledges money, saying now he's a Balchayv, the Hektish, is going to have to pay Idis. But the Gemara says, you wouldn't be able to learn that either because Ikkel Mifrach, I have a Pirch on the Kalvachaymer. Because the Pirch would be, Malab Balchayv, Shekhen Yofa, Koychay, Benazakin, Taimer, Behektish, Rura, Koychay, Benazakin. You wouldn't even be able to learn Balchayv, the Hektish, Kalvachaymer from Balchayv, the Hedid. Because you would have a Pircha, Mad, Balchayv, the Hedid, you find that the Balkhaiv de Nezakin also pays Idias. Toimar Behektish, where there is no Nezakin, and therefore there's obviously no Idias, so maybe even the Balkhaiv de Hektish wouldn't have to pay Idias. So the Gemara says like this. You're right. Again, when Rabbi Akiva said Kabachemila Hektish, he doesn't mean Balchayv. He doesn't mean Hareolai Mono Lebedakabayas. What he means is what we thought he meant. The Nogach Tura Didan, the Tura de Hektish. What was the Kasha? Oh, the Kokash Lechot. The Gemara has the question. Sharia Omrachman of Loisha Shal Hektish. That if someone is Mazik Hektish, 
You don't have to pay at all. So you don't have to, if you don't have to pay at all, how could there be a dinner made up? The answer is, so, Rabbi Akiva, so, Rabbi Akiva holds a Rabbi Shimba Menasio. Who disagrees with this? The Tanya went to the price of Shimba Menasio. I mean, Shimba Menasio said, Shoshal Hektish, Shinaka Shoshal Hedit, Potter, a Shoshal Hektish, that Stoys is a Shoshal Hedit is Potter. Shoshal Hedit, Shinaka Shoshal Hektish, whereas a Shoshal Hedit, that's Naga Shoshal Hektish, Bain Tam. Bein muid mishalim nezek shalim. You're always going to pay nezek shalim. So Rabbi Shimon Menasia blatantly disagrees with this idea that shariyeh uh, amrachmad of leishoshal hektish that person that's mazik hektish is going to be potter. He holds that when you're dealing with nezakin and hektish, it's not more kuladik than if it would have been had yet. But to the contrary, it's what you would expect. It's actually more. You always find Yafa Koycha Shal Hektish. Here too, it's also Yafa Koycha Shal Hektish. How so? If a Shar Shal Hektish stoises a Shar Shal Hedyet, you're Potter. And if a Shar Shal Hedyet stoises a Shar Shal Hektish, whereas ordinarily there's a loch of Tam and Muid, over here, Bain Tam Bain Muid, you're always going to be Mashal and Nezak Shal. What's Rabshim of Manasseh's Makar? His makar is the same makar as the Chachamim. It says Re'eyu. The Chachamim darshin Re'eyu prat lehektish. That hektish is completely excluded from the parsha. Reb Shimon ben Asi darshins Re'eyu. That the specific halachas of this parsha are only negay Re'eyu. If it's hektish, they're excluded. Not litzadakula. They're excluded litzadakula. But what's the bottom line? The bottom line is that what we're saying is that. Avada, when Rabbi Akiva said, what he meant was in a classic case of Nezakin. And what he's saying is that when you have to pay Tashlume Nezak, the Hektish, you have to pay Meitav. And you have to pay Meitav the Masik, Rabbi Akiva Shita. In Kalvachaymer, Madach Meitav Sadeo, Meitav Karmi Yishalim, when it deals with a Hedid, certainly when it deals with Hektish. I, I thought you never pay. That's true, there is a Shita Sachachavim like that. But Rabbi Shimna Menasi was Chaylik, and Rabbi Akiva holds like Rabbi Shimna Menasi. Says the Gemara, a very interesting question now. And the only reason we're able to ask this interesting question that we're about to ask is because Rabbi Akiva Shita and the Brice was so ambiguous. And that's why we were mocked him a few times. Rabbi Akiva Shita is unclear. Because Rabbi Kiva's shita was clear, you would never be able to ask the question you're about to ask. Listen to the Gemara's kasha. What azoi? Oib Rabbi Akiva has to hold like Rabbi Shimon Menasia in order to understand what he meant when he said But according to the Chachamim, really, there is no Because if you're Mazik Hektish, you're actually Potter. Because Re'e if that's the case, Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Akiva, How do you know they're even arguing with regards to Meitav the Nizik or Meitav the Mazik? How do you know they're arguing? Do you go based on the Pshutay Shomikra or do you go based on the Gzeir How do you know they're arguing in a case where the Nizik's Meitav is the equivalent of the Mazik Ziburis? Maybe everybody holds with the Nizik Shamina. Why would everybody hold with the Nizik Shamina? You know, maybe everybody holds by the Mazik Shaimina. Can't say that because Rabbi Shmuel said Bokzeiner by the Nizik Shaimina. So maybe everybody holds by the Nizik Shaimina. And when Rabbi Akiva commented to Rabbi Shmuel and he said, Maybe he's not arguing with him on two points. Maybe he's not saying, Number one, I hold mate of the Mazik. And oh, and by the way, I hold like Rabbi that when you damage Hektish, you have to pay. And there too, you're going to have to pay Meta. Maybe he's only arguing one point. Maybe he's only arguing the Kalvachim Hektish. Meaning, Rabbi Akiva holds as a Kalvachim Hektish, which means Rabbi Shmuel holds as no Kalvachim Hektish. Or what's the Machloikis, whether it's a Kalvachim Hektish or not? The Machloikis is Rabbi Shimon ben Menasia 
and the Rabbonon, meaning Rabbi Kiva Savak Rabbi Shimon Menas, Rabbi Shmuel Savak Rabbonon, Rabbi Kiva holds Rabbi Shimon Menasio, and Rabbi Shmuel holds like the Rabbonon. So it's Gemara, Zeigishmach. Maybe the whole Machloik is his Davka on the Kavachem Le Hektish piece. Rabbi Kiva holds that Yechayev when you Mazik Hektish, he holds of the Kavachem Le Hektish. Whereas Rabbi Shmuel holds Yenachayev when you damage Hektish, he holds like the Chachamim, not like Rabbi Shimon Menasio, and as a result, you're going to be Potter. But Lo'ila, maybe there's only one Machloik. So again, if Rabbi Akiva said Mephorish, but the Mazik Shamina, you can never ask a question like this. Rabbi Akiva said it. But he didn't say anything Mephorish. And that's why the Gemara was so confused what Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel are arguing about. And in the latter part of the sugi, what sheet this Rabbi Akiva is, right, the Gemara had some interesting Havamidas if you go through this Gemara again a little bit slower. It's because although Rabbi Shmuel is talking clearly, Rabbi Akiva is not. And therefore, it now opens up the imagination of us to try to figure out what really is happening here. But the Gemara has it sad that maybe the whole Machloikis is magnet with regards to the Hektish Nakuda. But everybody holds that when it comes to the Torah's din of Metav Sadeh or Metav Karmai, what does it mean? It means Metav Denizik. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, I have three kashas. Kasha number one. Imkein my Baha what were the words of Rabbi Akiva? It sounds like there's a machlekes on what the kosov is coming to tell me. It sounds like there's a machlekes in Pshutay Shomikra, right? That's what it sounds like. Because if everyone agrees how you're supposed to read the Pasik, Bidinizik, and the Shaila is only whether you can make a Kalvachimer or not, so it's not a machlekes on how to read a Pasik, it's a machlekes whether there's a Kalvachimer. Now, Grada, whether there's a Kalvachimer is totally in how you learn a Pasik. But a different Pasik, the Pasik of Reyeo. It's not in how you learn this Pasik. And when Rabbi Akiva said like Ba'akasov, it sounds like he's saying that I disagree with the way you're teaching the words Metav Sadeu or Metav Kam Yishalim. So if there's no Machloikis in how to learn Metav, what's the Loi Ba'akas? That's Kasha number one. Kasha number two. Va'oid, my Kalvachaim Elehektesh. So what does this mean? So Rashi says that if you're going to tell me that Rabbi Shmuel's that Rabbi Kiva's Moedet to Rabbi Shmuel, that it's metav denizik, then what emerges is that the halacha of metav, the way Rabbi Yishmol understood it, is a kula, as opposed to a chumrah. Right? What's the nafkimina that the Gemara gave if you hold metav denizik or metav demazik? Nafkimina was where the nizik's metav is the equivalent of the mazik ziburis. If you hold metav denizik, the mazik gives his ziburis. If you hold metav demazik, the mazik has to give his idis. It's a chumrah if you have to give your idis. It's a kul if you have to give your ziburis. Which means if you hold bedinizik shayminon, you're getting off cheaper. That's a kula. Now, if Rabbi Akiva is coming to say that I disagree with you as it relates to your understanding of metav, I hope metav really is demazik, which means I'm a machmer when it comes to metav. So his hoisof of kavachem lehektish is gishmak. Madach when it comes to paying metav to a hediyot, I'm machmer. So certainly when it comes to hektish, I'm going to be machmer. He's talking to Rabbi Shmuel. You Rabbi Shmuel just tell Davek a cooler in metav. So Rabbi Akiva, I'm not masking to you cooler. I hold that when the ziburis of the mazik is doimit to the metav of the denizik, it's going to be be the mazik shaminon. I hold the chumro. And by the way, to add insult to injury, if I hold. I'm going to hold this by Yaktish, which means I hold like Rabbi Shimon Menasi, like the Gemara worked out. But if Rabbi Yishmol's Ha'ara in the Sugi of Meitav, Rabbi Yishmol walked into Sheer, and he said, I'm giving Sheer a Meitav now, and he walked in and he said, a Kula. If that was Rabbi Shmuel's contribution to the Sugi of Meitav, if he was coming to say a Kula, so what would Rabbi Akiva's comment be? Rabbi Akiva would say, Rabbi Shmuel, you hold this Kula Meitav, certainly this Kula by 
Hektish. Because I hold like Rabshun Mamanasya, and if there's Tashlume Nezek by Hektish, and if you have the Kula by Hedyat, certainly you can have it by Hektish. That doesn't make any sense. Kavachaymer, that you would have the Kula. So from the fact that Rabbi Akiva said it's Muchach Rabbi Akiva must have held a Chumra in Netav what's the Chumra? which means Metav the Mazik and if it means Metav the Mazik that's the Va'oid now I understand, I understand the second thing that he's saying and then the Gemara says but besides Va'oid meaning in the Brisa Bay, it sounds like Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel are arguing two things not just one thing but the Says the Gemara that if you want to varf a little bit of Bikiyas, we have a Mufurisha Braisa that clearly says there are small Rabbi Kiva arguing two things. I'm Ravashi, Ravashi said, Tanya Behedya, it's a Mufurisha Braisa. Mate of Sadeo, Mate of Kami Yishalu, Mate of Sadeo, Shalmizak, Mate of Kami Yishalu, Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Akiva, Oim, Rabbi Akiva over here is clear. So in our Braisa, he was not clear. Thus, Today's daf, but in this price it is clear. And what did he say? Meitav sadeu shal mazik, umeitav karmei shal mazik. So the bottom line is, what's the machloekis, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Akiva, when it says in the Torah, meitav sadeu, meitav karmei yishalim? Is it the meitav of the nizik, or is it the meitav of the mazik? The amount of money you have to pay is based on how much you damage. The question is, when you're paying karka, that karka, are you going to give? From your best, or you're going to give from the Nizik's best? Now, you can't give better than your best, right? You only have your best. You can only try your best, right? You can't give better than your best. So where is a Chap Anafkemina? A Chap Anafkemina, where your Zibur is, or your Bainan is, is the equivalent of the Nizik's best. If it's been the Nizik Shaimina, so you're going to give the Nizik's best. If it's been the Mazik Shaimina, then you're always going to have to give your best. Meaning, be the Nizik Shaimina, Sometimes you can get away with not giving your best, or Bedamazik Shaminon. You always have to give your best. Rabbi Shmuel holds Bedamazik Shaminon. Rabbi Akiva, although his Shita was very ambiguous in the Braisa, he holds Bedamazik Shaminon. Another thing that we saw in Shita's Rabbi Akiva is that Rabbi Akiva holds that although it says Re'eyu in the parish of Nezakin, Re'eyu very often excludes Hektish, but when it comes to Nezakin, if someone is Mazik Hektish, if someone Shar is Mazik Hektish, Dalach is, he is going to be Chayev. It's based on Shitas Rab Shimon Bemanasid, which is going to come up later in the Masachta. And Rabbi Akiva holds that just like it's mate of the mazik when it comes to paying to a hedyid, so too it's going to be mate of the mazik when it comes to paying to hektish as well. Zok the Gemara, part two of the Sugit. Romanly Abai the Rafa, Abai asked Rafa Kashuk Siv. It says in the Torah, mate of Sadeo, mate of Karmi Yishali. And it's pretty clear. Mate of in, midiachrini law, you have to pay mate of, and you can't pay anything else. We learned in a so it says Yoshiv. And from the word Yoshiv, we learned the Rabbi Shavakasef that if a Mazik wants to pay, he could pay Shavakasef. And not only Shavakasef, Afilu Subin, you can pay some billigish Shavakasef brand. You can pay something that's mamish, a very, very cheap thing, as long as it adds up to the amount of damage that was caused. So that luck is that's something that you're allowed to pay. So Abaya asked the Stira. Abaya told Rava, right? Rami le Abaya le Rava. He said, which one is it? Is it Metav? Do you have to pay Metav? Or could you get away with simply giving Shava Kasef? Meaning you can really give whatever it is you want to give. Now, where does it say Metav today or Metav Karmi Yishalem? It says it regarding Shane and Regal. Where does it say this word Yashiv that teaches me Shava Kasef? It says it with regards to the Mazak of Bar. Bal habar yeshalim 
Kesef Yashav Ba'alav Vamesi Eloi. So really, Abai is asking a stira between what it says in the parish of Shem Virego versus what it says in the parish of Bar, which really would open the possibility of saying that maybe Loikasha, one is talking about Shem Viragel, and the other one is talking about Bar. So I am the Pnei Yeshua who asks this Kasha, but the Gemara doesn't say that. So the Gemara assumes that if there's a Din Meita by Shem Viragel, it has to be true everywhere, which is the Amos. And if there's a Din, Yoshev L'Rabbi Shavakasev, which sounds like he could even give Subin, which is a billion Geshev. So that would be true with regards to all the other Sanzikin as well. So which one is it? Do you have to give Meitav Sodeh or Meitav Karma? Or could you get away with even giving something that's very, very cheap? You can give, get away with giving Subin, says the Gemara. First terrace. Loi Kasha, Kan Mitaitoi, Kan Balkar It depends. If you're paying Mitaitoi, then you can give even subin, even though it's clearly not metav. If, however, you're being forced into giving, so then the halacha is, then you would have to give metav. So it depends. You're giving it midaitai, meaning you're going about this in a very gentle way, no problem. If you're forcing the nizik to play hardball with you, you should know you're going to end up losing. Because then you're going to have to give meitav. If you take a look at Rashi, so Rashi gets a little dramatic. Rashi says, If the mazik paid meitaitai, He didn't force this guy to take him into Bezden and start screaming. It sounds like this is what happens in Bezden. Then shakul subin. Then if he wants, he can force him to take subin. So then already the halach is going to be different. But the bottom line is, it could be, that's what it's totally. And if it's midaita, you're giving it nicely, then it's one thing. If you're being forced into bezden, so that's when you're going to have to pay metav. What's the lumdus? So the Shiva say that the lumdus maybe would be that the din metav is a halach in gvias bezden. So when bezden is forcing you to pay, when bezden is the one that's being the toiveya, so then there's a halach of meitav. It's not a din in tashlumei nesek, it's a din in gvias bezden. So it could be that's what it would be telling. But either way, that's the first teretz of the Gemara. Amar Ulo, prayed Rabbi Loi, when Ulo prayed Rabbi Loi, heard this teretz, he said, Gishmak, Deikonami, I think it's meduik this way in the Pasek, because it says, meitav sadeh, or meitav karmoi, Yishalem, and the word Yishalem is Mashma Balkarchai. That's just the diktuk of the word Yishalem. So you see, he's being forced into it. You're being forced into it, that's when there's Allah Hamid. I'm like, Abaya said, I don't think that's a good raya, because Miksiv Yeshulam Yishalem Ksiv. Midaitai Mashma. Sabaya was chaylik with Ulubrade Rabbi Loy in Hilchas Diktuk. He said, if it would have said Yeshulam, true, that's Mashma Balkarchai. But it says Yishalem, Yishalem can mean even Midaitai. Sabaya asked this question to Rafa. There was a teretz that was suggested that there's a chilek to midaita in Balkarchoi, the oilam and base medrash, even thought it was meduik that way in the Pasik. But Abayah, who asked the question, wasn't so freedom with this teretz. Allah, Abayah said, I'm going to suggest a different teretz. Kidemar. The teretz is based on something that Mar said. So when Abayah says Mar, who's he referring to? He's referring to his Rebbe. Mar means Rebbe. Who is Abayah's Rabbi Movik? It was Rabbi. So whenever Abayah says Mar and Shas, he's referring to Rabbi. So Abayah said, I can answer the question based on something that Mar said. Based on something that Rabbi said. Now the background to what the Gemara is about to discuss right now is a Mishnah in the end of Mesechus Peah. So we know one of the maestres that were given during the third and the sixth year of the Shemitah cycle was Meiser Ani. So who qualified for Meiser Ani? An Ani. The Mishnah says, how do you define an Ani? An Ani is somebody 
that has less than 200 zuz. So, Misha Yeshle Masayim Zuz, Loyito, Leke, Shikha, Peya, and Ashinagela in Yonenu, he's not allowed to take Maisra on either. The Mishnah says that if the person has even one dollar less than Masayim Zuz, he could take Maisarani. Now he could take Maisarani, you can write him a thousand dollar check of Maisarani, and he has a right to take it. Meaning, you would have thought that if the Taich of an Ani is, he has less than Masayim Zuz, so maybe the whole Indian of Maisarani is you can give him enough money just to carry him over, to get him to the point where he's no longer an Ani. Kamashmulon, then no. If someone's an Ani, he has a right to take whatever he wants to take. Stating that, the Gemara is going to tell us now a Braisa about a person who didn't have the Masayim Zuz. As a result, he's allowed to take Maisarani. However, his din is different. He can't take the full Maisarani. He can only take enough Maisarani to get him to where he's no longer an Ani. But to take more, that he can't do. So we're going to be dealing with a person who's an Ani, but not an Ani. Meaning enough of an Ani to be able to take Maeser Ani, but not enough to say, oh, he can take as much as he wants, even if it's going to take him way above the threshold of Messiah. That's this price. If somebody had houses, he had fields, he had vineyards, so he has a whole portfolio of assets, but he has no ability to sell them, meaning it's not able to sell right now. They're not liquid assets. So machil and oisa maiserani. This person, because right now, at the end of the day, he doesn't have lechem lechel, even though he has a very impressive balance sheet. Abalamaisa, he can't sell all these things. So we give him money ad mechza, but only up until half. Meaning, you can give him up to a hundred zos. So up to half of the mosayim zos number that you can give him. But more than that, he would never be allowed to take. This is a bayah talking. He said, Rabbi Mar said over this b'raisa, and he didn't understand Pasha Pshan and the b'raisa. Hey, what's going on? If the reason he can't sell it is because it's just billing, nobody wants to buy it. So by definition, if you have something that nobody wants to buy, so it's not worth what you think it's worth, right? So if it's not worth what you think it's worth, then he is an ani. I mean, it's very nice he doesn't tap, but he is. And if that's the case, so the Allah should be, he should be treated like any person that's entitled to get my sirani. Right? Because that's not me. I mean, it's being that everybody's is like that. So therefore, he should be able to get whatever he wants. Hello, said Rabbi. Maybe the case is the Oiker Aras of the Kuliyama. Maybe the case is where everybody's Ara went up in value, or more accurately, at least didn't go down in value. Meaning everyone who wants to sell their property can sell. The D-Day, it's just this guy who has a problem. And the reason he has a problem is, is because I did the Ayo Venofik Azuzi Zolare. Because word got out that this person right now is struggling. And all the koinim who are lurking, and they want to buy his property, so they're telling themselves, I'm not going to buy it right now. I'm going to wait until he gets desperate. And then he gets even more desperate and more desperate. And then eventually we're going to end up getting it on the cheap. So really, based on the current market value of what he has, if he was somebody else, he'd be able to get a good dollar for it. But no one's going to pay him that money because... They're waiting for him, Nebuch, to slide further, and then they're assuming they're going to be able to get it on the cheap. So says the Gemara, if that's the case, that means really his karka is worth a lot of money. So if it's worth a lot of money, I feel like this fillet. I'm not sure why he qualifies for my Sirani. 
Now, if somebody wants to help him out, it sounds like it'd be a very nice thing to do. But at the same time, to get my Zeroni, you have to have a din oni. So, why is he an oni? He has Zeroni that's worth a lot of money. Grab it right now, he can't sell. Meaning, if everybody's property is not selling, then it's not worth what you think it's worth. And if, really, everyone's property is selling, it's punk zach with him, so that makes you an Aramad. If you have something that objectively has a certain value, rather you, for whatever reason, can't sell it, I don't see why that should make you into an Aramad. From Amar, Allah, Sabaya said, Rabbi answered the question. He said, Lloyd Srikha, the case is, the Biyoy Minison, Yokna Araso, Ubiyoy Metishre, Zola Araso. The situation was like this. The situation was, is where this person had a piece of property that right now he was being forced to sell. And because he's being forced to sell it right now, he's going to end up getting less money for it. But really, if he would wait a little bit longer, he'd be able to get more money for it. And the background to this is really a Metzius thing that you had to be there that was very, very prevalent at the time. And that is, fields traded for more money during the Yoyme Nisan than they did during the Yoyme Tishrei. And the reason is because if you bought a field during the Yoyme Nisan, so as soon as you bought it, you were able to start working the field because it's the season. So therefore, immediately, you're able to start doing your thing. If you bought it during the Yoyme Tishrei, so then you're not going to be able to really do anything with it through the winter. All you're going to have to do is pay property tax. You're going to have overhead maintenance. And all you're going to have is expenses. So the reality was is that there was a, a difference in terms of how much somebody was able to get for his field during the Yoyme Tishrei versus how much he was able to get for his field during the Yoyme Nisan. So what a person usually do if he had a field and he wanted to sell it? You wait for the market to get a little bit stronger. You don't sell it when the market schwach. You wait it out through a langa and then afterwards you're going to sell it. You're going to get more money. And that's what everybody used to do. The kuli al minatri al nisan that's what everyone did. But hi, this guy, being that he was desperate, he partially needed food, so he would go technically, and he's willing to sell it right now. So you have a situation where a person has a piece of property that if he would wait until Nisan, here's the punchline, he would have the Messiah Zuz that he needs. However, he's desperate. He can't wait until Nisan. And because he can't wait until Nisan, he's going to end up selling it during Tishrei, and he's going to end up getting less. So, if you look at it, on the one hand, this person has nechassim that are worth masayim zuz. All he has to do is tough out the winter, and then he's going to be able to sell what he currently has for more than masayim zuz. But at the same time, he feels desperate to sell it now, and if he sells it now, he's not going to get masayim zuz. So, on the one hand, based on the Nissan valuation, he's not an Arman. But based on the Tishrei valuation, he really is an Araman. It's for that reason we look at this guy as having Tzvei Din. He has a Din of an Oni and he has a Din of an Osha. Mitzarechot, based on the Tishrei valuation, we treat him like an Oni. But Mitzacheni, based on the Nisan valuation, we don't treat him like an Oni. So it's for that reason, that's the Halach of the Braisa. It continues. Ad palgo Even a guy who's desperate and he's going to sell in a bad market. So up to 50% of its value, you know, maybe he's going to go. But more than that, he's not going to go. Therefore, the halacha is that being that he may sell his nechassim up to 50% of what it's worth. So therefore, you could assume that if it's worth Mosayim Zuz, you can give him up to 100 Zuz. Because copy that, we look at him as an Ani. But at the same time, if you want to write him a check now of a thousand zoos and say, oh, he's an ani, and therefore the Allah is that if someone 
beneath the Messiah, Zeus threshold, I can give him whatever I want to give him, that I won't be able to do. Because then we're going to have to cheshben the Nisan valuation, and we're going to say that he's really not an Oni. So again, we treat him like an Oni because he's selling per the Tishrei valuation, and that Tishrei valuation keeps him beneath the Messiah Zos, but we can't look at him as a full-fledged Ani, because at the end of the day, if he waited until Nisan, he wouldn't. So we look at him as this quasi-Ani, and what's the halacha? The halacha is, we're willing to give him Maeser Ani up until the point where he's going to have his Messiah Zos. That's the formula. And that formula is based on the fact that a person would be willing to sell up until half of what it's worth. So if you assume it's worth Messiah Zos, you can give him up to 100. By the way, if the half would take him to less meaning more than 100 zoos, let's say the half would mean he would never sell for less than 160 zoos, so then you'd give him 40 zoos. It's ad palga, that's the point. You'd give him up until the palga, but that's where this quasi-Indian comes into play. Now, what does that have to do with our sukya, right? What does it have to do with what we're talking about? What were we discussing? Abai asked the Kasha to Rava. He said, on the one hand, it says, Metav Sadeo, Metav Karma Yishalim. On the other hand, it says, Kesev Yashav Babalov, Yashav is the Rabbis, Afilu Subin. So, do you have to give Metav? Or if you want to give Subin, could you give Subin? Which one is it? So, Abai heard an answer. He didn't like the answer. He wasn't asking him to that either. So Abayah said, you know what? I asked the question. I see I'm going to have to give my own tarots. My tarots is based on something Mar said, based on something Rabbi said. And he took us on this little whirlwind here in the laws of Maeseroni where a person could have a din of an ani and not a din of an ani based on the fact that fields have one valuation in Tishrei and then they have another valuation when it comes to Nisan. They're worth less in Tishrei, they're worth more in Nisan. Said Abayah that Based on what I just told you, I want to apply this to Nezokin. Now, which part of this? Not the Maeserani part. That has nothing to do with what we're learning right now. But this concept that you can have a field that can be worth $2 amounts. It could be worth one thing in Tishrei. It could be worth something else in Nisan. Says Abaya. When it comes to Nezokin, Dina Be'idis. Daloch is Meitav Sadeo, Meitav Karmi Right? That's Daloch. Daloch is Idis. The Amale, what would be if the Nisan goes over to the Masik and he says, Havli Bainanis, Fei Porta. You know, instead of giving me idiots, I want Bainanis. Just add on a little bit of property, obviously, because if it's less quality, you're going to probably have to make up for it with quantity. But I would rather have Bainanis. Now, why would he want Bainanis? Rashi says maybe the Bainanis of this person of the Mazak was right next to the border of his field, right? They're probably neighbors, these two guys. That's how his animal's shame ended up in his neighbor's field, right? That's probably how it is. So he says, you know, I would rather have your bainanis on Malay. So the Mazak could tell the Nizik as follows. Ishaklis kedincho. If you're taking what the player said, I have to give you, and that is metav shkol kedahashto. Then I'm willing to give it to you based on the current valuation. The current valuation, meaning this was taking place in Tishrei, where the land is worth less, which means I'm going to give you more land. But the Eloi Shakal, but if you're not willing to take what the Torah says I'm supposed to give you, then I'll give you, but I'm going to give you based not on what it's worth now, I'm going to give you based on what it's going to be worth later. Meaning, I can tell you that if you want to take what the Torah says you're supposed to take, that's something I'm going to give you. But if not, then already, take I'll give you the betaness that you're requesting, but I'm not going to work on the Tishrei valuation, I'm going to work on the Nisan valuation. Now, where do you find that you can straddle two valuations? That's why Abayah prefaced it with a Shtukotayr that he heard from his Rebbe, that in Hilchas Maizerani, 
that hard halacha, you find sometimes we reckon with two valuations. All he wanted was that you see that we reckon in halacha sometimes with the fact that it has one valuation, and Tishrei has another valuation in Nisan. And he's telling it too, is Abayah, to say that it could be that's what these two dinam are. So how does it answer the question? Right, we had a kasha. We had a kasha. On the one hand, it says, Metav Sendei or Metav Kam Yishalim. But then again, there's a dinner of Yoshev, Lerabos, Shava Kesev, and Valfilu Zubin. The Teretz is, is that there's one din, Meitav Sadeo, that's the Iker din. And when it's based on the Iker din, so then already you work based on the current valuation. What the Torah is saying is, is that in the event that the Nizik wants Subin, in the event that the Nizik is the one that wants Shavak Hasef, that's not Meitav. The Mazik has no right to say it. But if the Nizik does, then Sadat Tzvete Din. And what's the Tzvete Din? The Tzvete Din is Kesef Yashuv Lubayilov, and what's the Chiddush of Kesev Yoshev Lebailov? The Chiddush of Kesev Yoshev Lebailov is, is that if you want, I'll give you Shavu Kesev Afilu Subin, but I'm not giving it to you based on the current valuation. I'm going to give it to you based on the future valuation, which means that we're going to assume that each square foot is worth more money, and therefore you're going to end up getting less than what I would otherwise give you. Now Rashi just speaks out that the reason I buy and need a Dishnikal Torah is because... If Kesev Yashul Bible was just coming to say that if the Nizik wants Bainanis, if he wants Ziburus, you have a right to give him Bainanis and Ziburus, you know you're possible for that. That's obvious, right? Meitav Sadeh or Meitav Kami Yashalim is a schus that the Nizik has. If he wants to take Meitav, he can take Meitav. But Zichr, if he wants Bainanis and Ziburus, you would think he has a right to take Bainanis and Ziburus. If the Torah said, a drosha, Yoshev Lerabos, that if you want to give Beinidus and Ziburis, you have a right to give Beinidus and Ziburis, it must be there's some Chiddush din over here. And that's what Abai is saying. There is a Chiddush din. The Chiddush din is, is that although when you give Meitav, you work based on the current valuation, but when it comes to Beinidus and Ziburis, you don't have to work based on the current valuation. I'll give it to you based on the future valuation. Again, if all Kesav Yoshev was saying was that if the Nizak wants Beinidus and Ziburis, he can take it, we know that. The fact, Lamali Krasvaru, from the fact that there's a Pasuk, it must be it's coming to teach me a Chiddush din. What is the Chiddush din? The Chiddush din is going to be this case. And he didn't agree with it. He just thought the halacha was untenable. He said, If that's the case, so it comes out that when the Torah said, it means only metav to a degree, as opposed to Bainus and Ziburus. Now it doesn't, because if really, if the Nizik wants Bainus and Ziburus, we said he could get Bainus and Ziburus. However, there's a certain klishos that he's going to have in his chus to be tevei abeinus and ziburus because if he takes abeinus and ziburus he's going to have to take based on the future valuation not based on the the current valuation and it doesn't make sense said Rabbi Yaakov in Ken Hayurata Koychon Shal Nezokin Eitzel Beinidus Veziburis it comes out that Beinidus and Ziburis has a certain Shvachkeit as it relates to Nezokin Derachmano Amar Mimetav yet the Torah said Metav Fa'at Amrit Beinidus Veziburis and a lot of Gersoyes don't have this word Nami Rashi doesn't have the word Nami Fa'at Amrit Beinidus Veziburis Loi it can't be What's he tying? He's tying is Rav Yaakov that when the Torah said Meitav, the Torah didn't mean only Meitav. There's no sad only Meitav. Meitav means whatever the Nizik wants. If the Nizik wants Meitav, so Zayn Meitav. And if he wants Beninis, so Zayn Beninis. And if he wants Ziburis, so Zayn Ziburis. The point of Meitav is whatever it is that the Nizik wants to take, that's what the Nizik has a right to take. So you can't have a halacha that says that when it comes to Meitav, we'll work based on the current valuation. But when it comes to Benis and Ziburis, then we're going to work based on a future valuation. That has no Havana. At the end of the day, Meitav 
just means that if you want to take meitav, so any mayra that you have in meitav for the nizik, you have to have bechlal masayim mona, right? Bechlal meitav is benedis and ziburis. You have to have included in that any mayra when it comes to benedis and ziburis. And if when it comes to meitav, the nizik gets to collect based on today's valuation, then when it comes to Benes and Ziburis, that would have to be true as well. And it just has no avona to say that there would be Xeris HaKosov, although it's Xeris HaKosov, and Xeris HaKosov could do anything. But even Xeris HaKosov to say, Kesev Yoshev, L'Rabbi Subin, that when it comes to Benes and Ziburis, over there we work on a future valuation. It's something that really is very hard to understand. So El Omer Ravachim said, now El Omer Ravachim sounds like Ravachim Yaakov is going to answer the original question. Right? We had one teret. Abai knocked that out. Abai said a teret. Rav Achav Yaakov knocked that out. El Amr Rav Achav Yaakov usually means 10 out of 10 times. So let me tell you a different teret. That's not what Rav Achav Yaakov is going to say. Rav Achav Yaakov is talking to Abaya. He's going back into the weeds here. And he's saying, Abaya, you shtout su derebamar. Rabba's story with the two valuations regarding Maiserani to a case of Nezokin to say a chiddush. That being that the din of Nizokin is Meitav. So it's Dafka when it's Meitav, you work based on the current valuation. If, however, it's going to be Benes and Ziburis, that's Afilusub, and then you're going to work based on a future valuation. I don't think that's a good Sushtel, based on this Ziburis. You can't have any Milo of Benes and Ziburis, Klape the Mazik, versus Meitav. But if you do want to Shtel it to, you can Shtel it to something else. Meaning, he's telling Abaya, if you want to Shtel to Rabba, to our sugya, I don't like it. But if you want to shtel tzu to a sugya similar to our sugya, that you could do. You could shtel tzu a balchayv. How so? Balchayv dina bebeinenes. That's the mission in the beginning of Hanazakin. O balchayv collects beinenes. What happens? What would be if the Malva goes over to the Leibin? He says, you know, I know. I know I'm entitled to Benes. I don't want Benes. Instead of giving me Benes, give me Ziburus. Just give me a little bit more property. I'd rather take Ziburus. So the halach is... That the loyve could say ishaklas kedin chashkol kedahashka, right? If you want the bainanus, I understand. I owe it to you, no problem. Eved loyve lishmalve, I'm giving you what I owe you. But if not, you want to start handling with me, and you're telling me you prefer ziburis, I'll give it to you. I'm going to give it to you based on some future valuation. That's something said Rav Achav I think the loyve would be allowed to do, and it's dafka there where if you want to shtel to rabbis two valuation. It's something that I can live with. As opposed to, with regards to the Nezokin, that's not something that I'm going to agree to you with. I disagree with your Allah as well. Because if so, you're going to cause people to not want to lend people money. Why is it that a Balchayv is goiva mibeninus? Really, Medei Raisa, Balchayv should only be able to be goiva from Ziburis, right? The Levi should be able to decide what he wants to give. If the Levi wants to give the Malva Ziburis, you take your Ziburis and you go home. That's what it is. Chazal made it takon. No, you always give the Balchayv, you always give him beninus. And the reason is, because we're afraid that if you lend somebody money and you're going to come to collect and he's going to give you a sack of nickels, you're never going to want to lend the money again. So we don't want to put people in situations where they're going to have to think twice before they lend people money. So we have as a milo. We can allow you to take bainanus. So said that this whole din of bainanus is a real thing. It's something that's here to protect 
people loaning money, Kesef Talvezami, right? That's one of the places that im is not if, it's when, it's a mitzvah to lend somebody money. It's a very high form of charity. So if that's the case, if that's the case, I don't agree with your suggestion that maybe, although Balchayv is goyvim in Abedinus, but if he says, I want Ziburis, you're going to have to take Kiyukudul Kameh. You know why? Because the Amalei, you know what the Malvas are going to all say? If I had the money, I would have money. Now that the money is by you, right, if I had the money in my pocket, I would have it based on today's valuation. I could go buy things based on what they're worth today. But now that the money is in your pocket and I'm collecting from you, so I'm going to get it on some discounted valuation based on the fact that in six months from now, it's going to be worth more money. So you're undermining the whole shloitin of Dallas Bifnei Lofen. So Ella Omer of Achab Ravika. Again, this is all commenting on Abayus Sushtel of Rabbah. If you want to shtel to Rabbah's Indian of two different valuations, you can't shtel to Nezokin, you can't shtel to the Balchayv, but rather, if you want to shtel to, you can shtel to the Ksubas Isha. How so? The Ksubas Isha, Dina Beziburis. Ksubas Isha is Dina Beziburis, right? That's always Dalach. Dalach is Ziburis. So an Isha, when she collects the Ksuba, she gets Ziburis. The Omrelei, Havli Beninis, Batsirpurta. Let's say the Isha says, I want Beninis. And I'm willing to take a little bit less property, but just give me bainanus. Amala, here, this is easy. He could tell her. I don't have to give you bainanus. So I'm sorry. It's not something I want to do. Now, the Eloi, if you're telling me that you dafka want bainanus per se, the shakli I'll give it to you based on a future valuation. That's not even a chiddush. Of course you could do that. I don't have to give you what you're asking. If you want it, I'm willing to give it to you, but you just have to sign off that you're willing to take based on the future valuation. That's something that I'm okay with. That's something I'm asking to. So that would be a place, says the Gemara, where for sure, Rabbah's two valuations would be a tzushta. But the bottom line is, is what? Coming full circle, we had a kasha. The kasha was, Mitzad Echad, there's a lot of meat of the day or meat of Karmi Yashali. Meat of in Midiachrin Eloi. Mitzad Cheni Yashav Lerabe's Shava Kasef, Vafilusubin. Which one is it? So the Gemara said a terrorist, like Kasha Kami Daite Kam Balkarchen. Abai didn't like the terrorist. Abai Ishtotsu Rabbe's. Matziv regarding my Sirani and Abayrab seem to have a big problem with it. And then we digressed a little bit, and the Gemara comes full circle now, and the Gemara says, Mikomakim Kasha. Okay, let's just recalibrate over here. Mikomakim at the end of the day. So we have a Kasha, we have a Stira. Is it Meitab or is it even Subin Amarava? So Rava said as follows, Kol de Yavle, Mi Meitab, Leisavle. You know what the terrorist to the Stira is? They're both true. There's a Din Meitab Sadeh or Meitab Karma Yashali. And there's a din, Yoshev, Rabbi Shavu Kasef, Vafilu Subin. Subin is not Meitav, Subin is Mamish Bilik. So, how could it be that there's Meitav and there's Subin? So, Rabbi, you don't understand the halacha of Meitav. What does the Torah say? Meitav Yeshale? That's not what it says. It says Meitav Sadeh Yeshale. Meaning, if you're paying from your Sada, you give your best Sada. If you're paying from your Subin, you give your best Subin. If you're paying from something else, you'll give the best of something else. The Nakuda is you always give the Shenstin the best. That's the point. It's metav of whatever it is. Call the Yoivle. Whatever it is you're paying, me metav leisavle. That's what you're supposed to do. Pray the Gemara. I hear what you're saying. And what does the Gemara mean when it says, if you're going to tell me that really metav is a din that always pay the best, then it actually would have been better to just say metav. 
It should have said Meitav Yishalim. And I would know, okay, whatever you're paying, you always pay the Meitav. From the fact that it says Meitav today, it sounds like the Din Meitav is actually only Mesuyim to Sada. So how do you reconcile this? Meaning, it sounds like you have to give from the Sada, and you have to give from the Meitav of the Sada. So how does it stem with all Shava Kasef, Vafilu Subin, Eloki Yasra, Papa, Rahuna, Breder, Avishomi, Beira, Parshua, they explained it as follows. They said, Kol Mili Meitavu. It's true. It says Meitav by Sada. And it's mashma that it has to be Meitav Sadeo. But not Lafuke giving Metalta. Fakir, Yoshev Lurabi Shavakes Vafilu Subin, if you want to give Metalta, you could give Metalta. When it says Meitav Sadeo, it means the Meitav of the Sada, in that when you're giving from a Sada, you have to give Meitav. But if you're giving from something else, you don't have to give Meitav. You can give anything. And the reason is because. When it comes to things other than Sadek, kol mili meitavu. Everything is considered meitav. Why is everything considered meitav? The iloy mizdavin hacha, mizdavin b'masachriti. What makes something meitav is how oivalosaycher is it. If I had to sell it, if I had to liquidate it, how easy would it be for me to sell it? If you have nechassin that's very, very hard to sell, by definition, you're a shtickle behind the eight ball. You're not so meitav. If you have something that you can literally click a button and sell it, that's good schayra. That's meitav. Again, assuming all things are equal, dollars and cents wise. But something that if you want to sell it, it's easy to sell. It's a liquid asset. That's going to be considered meitav. Therefore, here's the word. When it comes to metalflin, it's not kind of meitav. Because everything is meitav. Call me meitavu. Everything is made up when it comes to metaltalin because it's so easy to sell metaltalin. And being that it's always easy to sell metaltalin, afilu subin, it's always going to be made up. You know when it's not so posh when it comes to land. Levar me'ara, the lace of lemi me'etav. Kark is not so easy to move. And because it's not so easy to move, here the Torah went out of its way and there the Torah said that it has to be made up. Because you want it to at least be as much over the as it could possibly be. And that's why the Torah said made up today or made up karmi so what's the teretz to the steer? Very clear. The teretz is, there's a din meitav, and there's a din shavakasef afilusuvah. Which one is it? Does a mazik pay meitav, or could he pay whatever he wants? It depends. If you're paying metalta, you can pay whatever you want. Kasef, yoshev, l'rabi, shavakasef afilusuvah. If you're paying karka, you have to pay meitav. What does meitav mean? Machleik is rabbi shmuel, rabbi yikim. Meitav denizik, meitav denmazik. But the point is, that's when you have to pay meitav. How does that make sense? Metalta, I can give anything, and when I'm giving karka, you have to give meitav. The answer is because call me the meitav. Because all metalta is meitav. The only time it's negeya is a yeah meitav or is a not meitav. The only time a chafsa nafkamina is when you're dealing with a sota, when you're dealing with karka. So when you're dealing with a karka, not everything is meitav. Because not everything is meitav, so the Torah says you have to give meitav. Metalta, call me the meitav, so it's not going to be an issue. So at the end of the day, a mazik always pays meitav. That's the point. You always pay meitav. You want to give metalphalin? Call me the metaphs. So you're anyways paying metaphs. If you're giving karkas, and that's where the Torah goes out of its way, and it says, metaphs are there. How do you read the psukim? Metaphs are there, you metaphs karmi yashalim. If you give it from the sod, you give it from the karem, then you have to make sure it's metaphs. As opposed to if you're not giving from your sod, you're not giving from your karen, so then you don't have to worry about metaphs. That's the other drasha. Yosha, the rabbi shava kasef, the afilu suvin. So we're going to stop here. And today's daf will be hashtag no raid. We did Baruch Hashem about a daf and a half of really hard Gemara. The sugya of Meitav, what emerged just to make a sikum. So again, not easy daf and a half. But in terms of what we have is really two very important akudas. Number one, Machloikis Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Akiva. When it says in the Torah, Meitav Sadeo, Meitav Karmi Yishalim. Is it the metav of the nizik or is it the metav of the mazik? Rabbi Shmuel holds it's the metav of the nizik. Rabbi Akiva holds it's the metav of the mazik. 
Where is it Negeya? It's Negeya if the idias of the Nizik would be the equivalent of the Ziburis of the Mazik. According to Rabbi Yishmael, the Mazik would get away by giving his Ziburis because all you have to do is give the Metav of the Nizik. According to Rabbi Akiva, no, you always have to give your Metav. And as a result, you would have to give the Metav of the mask. But Derek Agav, Rabbi Akiva, also threw out there that if somebody's mazik hectic, you have to pay, which means he holds like Rabbi Shimon Bebenassia, that although it says Re'eyu in the Sugi of Nezokin, Re'eyu doesn't mean that you're only Chayef Tashlumei Nezek when you damage Re'eyu. It means that some of the halachas of Tashlumei Nezek are only Negei when you damage Re'eyu. When you damage hectic, you're Chayef to pay. In fact, you're even going to be more chayyot to pay. For example, there's no halacha of tamimu, and you're always going to end up paying nezek shalom. But that's the first thing that came out from today as it relates to the sugya meitav. The second thing that came out is that although it says in the Torah, meitav sadeh or meitav karmi yeshalem, it also says kesef yoshiv in the parsha of bar, and yoshiv is the rabbi shava kesef, vaafilu subin. Subin by definition is ziburis ben benoishal ziburis. So which one is it? Is it meitav or is it ziburis? The Gemara had three suggestions. The third one, El Amarava, seems to be the one that stands, and that is that Avada is Allah of Metav, but the point is Metav is only Nogeya when you're paying Karka. So when you're paying Sodeya, when you're paying Karka, then there's Allah of Metav. But if you want to give Metal, you can give whatever you want. You can give Shavakasev, you can give even Subin, and the reason is because Kol Mili Metav, all Metal in his Metav. The only time we need to talk about Metav is when it's Sodeya or when it's Karma. In the end, there's Metav, there's Bainan. The Ziburis, that's when you have all these classes. But every time you hear anything about Idias, Bainanis, and Ziburis, you know you're talking about Karka, because by Metautalin, there's a halacha of Kol Milimeta.